Hi, and uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, It's Not Rocket Science, Five Questions Over Coffee. I have my coffee mug here in front of me. I'm here with Janine, who is the pricing lady. This is going to be a really fascinating discussion because for me, pricing is something so many people get wrong. So many people are afraid of pricing. They're afraid of what it does. And I think it's a real differentiator. It's the thing which sets you apart if you are even a small business, even a, a solopreneur. Your pricing can really set you apart. So I think Janine's going to give us some great tips, some great points today. Get your coffee ready. This is going to be a great discussion. Hi, Janine, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Stuart. Thanks for having me here. Hello, everyone. This is this is going to be absolutely fascinating. So, Janine, um, look, let's start off with um, the, the obvious thing. What's the biggest challenge? And I think we've sort of started to get into this already. What's the biggest challenge your ideal client has and faces today? Right. So I think there, there's two things. For the startups, the solo entrepreneurs, that group of people, it's really about how can I understand the value of what I'm charging and set the right prices? So it really comes down to a confidence piece. For more established businesses, it's really about optimizing profitability, not chasing after profits at all on any cost, but optimizing their profit. I think that's a really good point, Janine. Mm -hmm. The word optimizing profit is something which I think a lot of time people forget the profit element of this, don't they? They're afraid of, of really understanding the profit margin. So, you know, that leads me on to the next question. What's the common mistake people make when they're trying to solve that problem of their price uh, without without help? Right. So I think one of the common mistakes that, that people make when they're first starting out is underpricing and usually a lot of times that will come from trying to sell everything to anyone <laughs> so they're trying to cast a wide net and attract anyone and in doing so they position themselves as a generalist mm -hmm. and when you're positioned as a generalist your prices quite frankly if you're lucky will be average at best but you usually they're below average so casting a wide net for most businesses isn't going to be the way to get enough traction to be able to get going on a profit context. And quite frankly, profit is how you're going to grow your business later. So without that profit, you basically won't be there to serve your clients later on. Janine, that's really interesting because I think mm -hmm. you've said something really interesting, which is this generalist point. And yeah. I'd just like to, you know, we're going to expand a little bit on this because I think it's a really important one. You know, mm -hmm. pricing is a differentiator. I've said that. And I think differentiation is a real key issue for many small businesses, many businesses. It's, it's differentiation. But you've just sort of talked about the fact that, that it, it, if you're trying to cast a wide net, you become too generous. Can you expand a little bit on, on what you think that means in terms of what that ha does to your pricing? Right. So basically what happens is um, there are lots of people who want your product or service or who could use it. Um, and different people will attach a different value to it. So this guy over here may think, eh, it's nice to have, but I'm not going to spend a whole lot of money on it. This one might think, oh, that's good value for money. And this one might really think, wow, this is the best thing ever, and I'm going to give all my money for it. Now, if you're going to price for all three of them, then basically you're going to average those prices. And in order to capture... <laughs> a sort of majority of them, you're going to have to be on the lower end when it comes to an average price or target price. 
So in reality, what you either want to do is focus on one or segment them, have different offers, and therefore different price points. You know, I was I'm reminded of a story, and, and, and we could develop this, but uh, of a uh, of an experiment, a social experiment that was run by uh, I think it was New York University, where they put a virtuoso violinist outside mm-hmm. of a New York subway station. And he played for 45 minutes and counted the number of coins that were thrown into his violin case. And the answer at the end of that, um, at that time were a few, a few dollars. He then played a 45 minute concert at uh, a concert venue in front of an audience that paid to come and hear him play. Mm-hmm. And he gained something in the region of thousands of dollars for that particular performance. The right. difference was the audience. It wasn't his playing. It wasn't his his performance. It was the audience he was playing to. The second audience paid to hear him play because they appreciated his art, his craft, mm-hmm. whatever. That's what we're talking about, isn't it? It's yeah. about making sure that your offer is pitched to the right audience. Yes. I always say pricing is rooted in a deep understanding of the customer because the customer is the final judge and jury on the value and the value is going to determine in the end what the price is. Um, I think also in your story, you could say location, location, location (laughs) also makes a difference. But you're right. It really pricing comes down to the customer. And if I may, this leads me to another mistake that people make. It's that they... Um, oh, I lost my train of thought there. Um, oh, yes, I know what it is. So your your service-based businesses, t- when they tend to set prices, they go, oh, I do this really great thing. Let me see what everybody else is charging and let me price a little bit less. And your product-based businesses tend to go, ooh, I developed this really cool widget. <laughs> let me add up my costs and add a margin, and that's where I'll put my price. Now, if you were listening just a moment ago, then you know there's one problem that these two methodologies have in common, and that's both of them completely ignore the customer. Brilliant. I absolutely love that. I love that. And, you know, the, 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 the thing that you just there is, is highlighted is that, that value, isn't it? What does the value, what's the value to the customer? Um, just, just one other thing. I was talking to somebody yesterday about a landing page. And the question that I had for them is how many additional customers and, cust- and, and customer value will that bring to your business? Because mm-hmm. that determines how much you want to put into the cost to develop that landing page. If it's mm-hmm. going to bring you one extra customer and they spend another one dollar or pound, then you don't want to spend a huge amount on that landing page. But if it's going to bring in 10,000 customers and they each spend 10,000, you need to spend more on testing and proving. So it's all about the value it brings to your business as well as the value it brings to the customer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Terrific. So, Jenny, yes. we, we could talk for many hours, I'm sure, and, and, <laughs> we, and, we, and we won't because otherwise this podcast will not be called Five Questions Over Coffee, but 10,000 Questions Over Coffee. <laughs> so let's just get to, uh, you know, you have got some great ideas. You've got some great mm-hmm. things to teach us. What's the way that we can get hold of that knowledge from you and, 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 and hopefully at great value to us? Um, so in terms of you're asking like a valuable free action, a free resource that you're going to be able to sort of pass to us. Excellent. So there's 
I'm running a webinar this week and next week, uh, which is, is it time to raise my prices and how to do it confidently? <laughs> because, of course, this time of year, yes, this time of year that is on top of everybody's minds. What am I going to do with my prices next year? And, of course, this year we're in really unprecedented oh. uh, sort of set of circumstances, right? I think, I, think there's a, I think there's a drink there. If you do the word unprecedented, I think we all have to take a slug. <laughs> I don't have a coffee mug. I have my water bottle. <laughs> yeah. So um, this is a, a hot topic and everybody is, you know, a bit sensitive about what to do, wants to know what to do. So I'm going to share with people how to know when it's time and give them some tips and, and strategies on how to raise prices really effectively. Brilliant. I love it. I think it's going to be a good webinar. So uh, the details of that, if you can see scrolling across the bottom of the screen, it's the pricinglady.com forward slash raising, raise prices. Sorry, Raise, raise prices. prices. Exactly. The pricinglady.com raise prices. Brilliant. Thank you yes. so much, Denise. So Very well. what, what concept book or, or talk has really been impactful in your experience? So one of the books that I read years ago, well before I ever started my own business, was called The E-Myth. And it has uh, stuck with me forever a day. And what, there's a couple of things. So first of all, it's really great for young businesses, startups, entrepreneurs. Uh, and what stayed with me, one, was that it's an easy read. So pretty much anybody can read it. Um, being an American living in Europe, a lot of people hear English as a second language. So I recommend it also for people who's, you know, who are maybe English isn't their strongest language, but it's also published in many languages. And there are two things that I like about it. Um, one is its simplicity. And the two things that stuck with me are one that you're Business is about creating an experience for people. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the value that you provide beyond the service or beyond the product is actually related to the experience that you create for people. Mm-hmm. And that can bring as much value as the service or the product itself. And I think mm-hmm. that that's really a strong message to keep in mind. And then the other thing is that when you start your own business, you think, oh, I can do this better or I can do this differently. And you think that what you're an expert in is what you're going to spend all your time doing. But those of us who have a business know (laughs) that's not not the reality of the case. You do have to be the salesperson and the marketing person, the accounting person, the finance guy and so on and so forth. And there's a time and a place to do those things yourself, and there's a time and a place to outsource those things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. That is a really key thing. I I often say too many entrepreneurs I come across use what I call the path of least assistance, and they really should understand the value of their own time to their business because we we get it wrong so many times. Janine, this is a fascinating discussion. We could go on for many hours, but I'm going to come to question five. Okay. Question five is my get out of jail free card, which is where I can't think of any good questions. So I throw it over to you. What's the question that I should have asked you that you think uh, would have delivered great value? And and then please don't leave us hanging. Give us the answers to that question. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll be back for another one of these in just a few days. Now. Yes, of course. So I think that the, the question that's probably in people's minds right now is, OK, you've told us we need to focus on value. How do I do that? Yeah. I so I use something. I love yeah. the question. I'm hoping we're going to get a brilliant answer. <laughs> yes, you are. You're about to get a good answer. A great answer. Maybe even a brilliant answer. 
So I use something with my clients. I call it the show me the money matrix. <laughs> like it. Okay. And what we do is we ask ourselves four questions to help us quantify the value that comes out of our offer. It's not the features in your product that that is the value. It's what those features do for you. It's not the type of service that you offer. It's that experience that you have and what it brings. So there are four areas that we look at. The first is, how do I help my customers reduce risk? How do I help them be more competitive? How do I help them improve quality that can be of life or of their business, of their offer? And the last one is, how do I help them bring economic efficiency? Take those four questions. Not all may apply. Write down your answers and then try to quantify them. And then you'll be on your road to understanding better the quantifiable value that your offer delivers customers. Ginny, I love it. Sell the benefit, not the feature. Sell the whole, not the drill. We've always said it, haven't we? But you find a brilliant way of actually capturing what the benefit is in those four great questions. I love those questions. I will be writing those down, mate, and I shall make sure that I get get embedded into some question matrix that I use. I don't think I can steal your name because it would surely surely copyright it, but those are four great questions about what is benefit. Yeah. This has been a fascinating discussion. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. I think, I think pricing is such an important topic. It's such a, such a difficult one for people to get right. And I think you've given us some really great highlights of how to get pricing right. I hope we can get people to come along and get onto that, uh, that webinar. Yeah. Uh, just repeat, it's the pricing lady. That's, that's Janine. She is the pricing lady. The pricing lady.com <laughs> forward slash raise prices. Get along to that webinar. See what you can do with your prices to help you to get the right price based upon the value you deliver to clients. And and, and this is this is a great topic. So uh, I think there's going to be some great stuff coming out of that. Just to remind everybody, if you want to see uh, in the future, we send out an email before these to try and make sure that you know what's coming up. If you want to get onto the, the newsletter list so that you can see where, who get, whose guests we get coming up, uh, get on by going and subscribing to tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. If you go to tca.fyi forward slash subscribe, simple form, fill in your details. Let us know that you want to be told that, that we've got great interviews like with people like Janine coming up. And we'll send you an email on the, uh, the Monday of the week coming up so that you know who's coming up that week. Janine, thank you so much for being with us today. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate the stuff you've told us. Um, I hope people come and uh, come and populate that webinar. I'm really looking forward to it myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get on there and steal some great ideas from you because you've got so much to say about this. That's really brilliant. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me here. It was a real pleasure. Uh, it was a real pleasure. Thank you very much indeed.